This is episode 607 of the AWS podcast, released on July 27, 2023. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. This is the AWS podcast. I'm your host for today, Jillian Ford. And this episode, we are going to be talking about Amazon verified permissions. And I'm here today with Abby. So Abby, please tell everyone, what is it that you do at AWS? Hey, hi, I'm Abby. I'm a product manager at AWS. Really nice uh, meeting you, to, uh, Jillian, as well as thanks for everyone who have dialed in to view the podcast. And we're going to be talking about Amazon verified permissions, which is now generally available. So for those who aren't familiar with Amazon verified permissions, what is it? all about? Well, as the name suggests, Amazon Verified Permissions is all about permissions. Every app needs permissions to control what users can do in the application. For example, in an online banking application, you need to control what bank accounts a user can access. Or in an internal HR portal, you need to control what employee records someone can access or what appraisals someone can access. Right? So permissions are required in any application. And Amazon Verified Permissions enables developers to implement these permissions in their applications. The way it does it is, it kind of models these permissions as policies that are centrally stored in the services central policy store. Now, whenever a user takes an action in the application, the application calls Amazon Verified Permissions and checks whether their access is authorized or not, whether that action is authorized or whether the user can access that data. I like how you explained it and also gave an example, but I bet that there are people who are listening and they're probably scratching their heads like, okay, but can this work for my use case? What I know you said it online banking, but what about me? So Abhi, what are other types of applications that Amazon verified permissions can be used for? Well, in general, I would say Amazon verified permissions is for any application that you're building out there because every application needs permissions, uh, right? We have been running a gated preview for around six months. And what we have seen is that applications across industries and verticals and different types from like internal employer specific applications such as HR portals, sales data portals, and so on and so forth to consumer applications like again, banking websites, photo sharing apps, and these sort of are good examples to multi-tenant applications, uh, which which kind of our cu customers of AWS sell to other businesses kind of have, have used verified permissions to kind of implement access controls in their application. That's, so that's, that's worked very well across applications. There are a couple of use cases that we have seen really resonate with customers. So the first use case that we have seen is uh, customers using verified permissions for managing roles and solving that problem of role explosion where you have thousands of roles and it becomes very difficult to manage and audit those roles. With verified permissions, they were able to combine role-based and attribute-based controls to kind of simplify their process. So that's one that's resonating a lot. The other that resonates a lot is where employers need to control access for employees uh, in their organization. Or uh, in cases where you need to give manager all the permissions that their employees or their directs have. So those are user cases where we've seen a lot of uh, resonance with verified permissions. 
That's so exciting because the vast majority of applications, at least that I see as a solutions architect, they're either apps, so customer-facing apps, they're either SaaS applications, or maybe they just need something internally to be able to control access. It's awesome that there's so many different use cases that really can benefit from Amazon verified permissions. And as I was doing my research, I thought what was really interesting is that there's a new policy language called Cedar. So explain to people why it is that your team decided to create a new policy language. Yeah, so Cedar is kind of a new policy language that we developed for this. Uh, just to be clear, we didn't set about having this objective to create a new policy language, right? We instead did it the Amazon way, which is we worked backwards from customers and came up with three distinct requirements. So the first requirement was the language should be readable, but flexible, right? By readable, I mean, you should be able to look at a policy and you could be a developer, a business a user, could be anyone, and understand what access controls that the policy creates, right? What permissions does the policy provide? So that's one. It should be flexible in the sense it should support ABAC, which means attribute-based and resource-based controls, right? So it should be flexible, but readable. So that was one requirement. The second requirement was that it should be performant. The way the service is designed is an application is expected to call it in real time to check whether access is granted or not. And any impact to the latency of the service directly impacts the end user experience. So that's why we wanted a performant language. Right? The third was it should be analyzable by machines. That one's tricky. Let me talk about it a bit more. So. Essentially, when you have a few policies, 10 policies, 20 policies, most likely you'll be able to print them out on paper and figure out what access controls are there in the application. But when these policies grow and the applications in your organization increase, that doesn't scale well. You can't print 1,000 policies, eyeball them, and figure out what's going on. And so we wanted to build something that was analyzable by machines using a technique called automated reasoning. This is the same technique we have used in IAM Access Analyzer to kind of analyze IAM policy. So we went onto the market and tried to find something that fit these three requirements, and we couldn't, which is why we came back and built Cedar. In order to gain customer trust and make sure we're doing the right thing that customers can see and create that transparency, we open sourced the evaluator for Cedar. So feel free to go to GitHub, go to the Cedar repo, and take a look for the service. That is really cool. Now I have to ask, because I bet for a lot of people, they're probably thinking this exact question that I'm going to ask. What is the difference between Amazon Verify Permissions and AWS IAM? Yeah, uh, I think this is an important distinction we should talk about, and I bet it's on top of mind of customers, right? So let's try to understand what they are individually and then see when to use what. AWS IAM is something that protects your AWS resources. These could be things like S3 buckets and EC2 instances. These are resources that are defined by AWS. Amazon Verified Permissions, on the other hand, is built to protect application resources that you define. These could be photos in a photo sharing application or a bank account in a banking application. Verified Permissions does not care how you manage these resources. They could be stored in an S3 bucket in an EPS volume, or in an on-prem storage. Verified permissions does not care about that. It only understands that a photo exists and checks whether a user is a can be granted access to the photo or not. In general, we think that applications will need both. They need verified permissions to check whether the end user is granted access to the application resource, to the photo. They'll need IAM to manage whether 
the IAM rule that is being used can access that S3 object that the photo is stored on. So Abhi, I really liked your explanation there, but I feel like there's probably some people who are listening and they're probably still a little bit confused on the difference between IAM and verified permissions. So can you give an example of how a developer would use both? So let's say I'm a developer. I'm developing a photo sharing app. And in that photo sharing app, users can share photos with each other. And so me as Abhi has shared a photo with you as Jillian. Now, as a developer, I need to think about two things. One is, how are photos stored? And because I work for AWS, I would love to store my photos as S3 object. The other thing I need to figure out is, how do I know if Abhi has shared his photo with Jillian? And so this is where you need both Amazon Verified Permissions and IAM. So Amazon Verified Permissions will tell you that Jillian can access Abhi's photo. Right? It only cares about the food. The other layer of protection that you want is you don't want each and every IAM role in the world to be able to access your S3 one. You want to ensure that only IAM roles for your application kind of can access this S3 object where the photo is stored. And for that, you'll need IAM to kind of control that only this IAM role that is attached to this application can effectively get data for that S3 object, which is the photo. Right? So this is like an example where you needed both. You needed Amazon verified permissions to control who has access to the photo. And you needed IAM to kind of make sure that only uh, allow listed IAM roles can, can access information about the photo which is stored in, in S3. Got it. Okay, that was a really good explanation. So now that we've clarified the differences between the two, how they can use them, really what Amazon Verified Permissions is from back from the beginning. How can people go and actually start using it? Where can they go to learn more? Getting started is easy. Just go to the AWS console, search for Amazon Verified Permissions, and then create your first policy store. What we have done is we have created a couple of policy stores for you, sample policy stores. Everything is already set up, and with a few clicks, you can try your first authorization decision. I would encourage our listeners to also kind of fiddle with it, change a few things, see if the authorization result is still an allow or a deny. So once you kind of get familiar with it based on our sample application, you can then either listen to our talk, uh, our breakout reinforce session available on YouTube, or alternately, you can go through our user guide or various sample applications. Good call-outs, um, especially with the different resources as well of where people can go to get started and really learn more about how to best utilize Amazon Verified Permissions. Avi, thank you so much. I know I've learned a lot from you today, and I'm sure a lot of people have as well. So thank you so much for being here on the AWS podcast. Yeah, thanks, Jillian, for having me here. And I would also thank everyone who have listened through the podcast uh, to learn more about the service. Feel free to reach out to us, and we'll be happy to uh, help you get permissions enabled for your application.